0: and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish Groves. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven
1: Radio Show. Captain Phil Reinhart. Thank you for the T-shirts. They finally got here. They're awesome. Hey, fans. Welcome to Driven Radio, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield here with our engineer, co-host, and radio master, Mr. Mark Groves. Y'all. And the personality that brings you craving cars on YouTube, Mr. Corey Pratt. Hey. This week on Driven Radio, a Porsche driver gets caught driving 177 miles per hour. Oops. This year's Sebring Sebring 24-hour race will be held, not at Sebring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And car payments are hitting new highs. Our special guests this week are Dave Kenny and Greg Engold of the Haggerty Price Guide. Woo-hoo! Dave and Greg will be back to discuss the new price guide that just dropped last week, uh, results, winners and losers, and some of the initial reactions out of the Barrett-Jackson auction in Las Vegas. We are coming to you from Driven Radio Studios in beautiful and a little bit crispy Overland Park, Kansas. <laughs> you can find us online at drivenradioshow.com and readthedriven.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and listen everywhere fine podcasts are heard. If you like what you're hearing, please, by all means, leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast please. platform, and be sure to tell all your gearhead friends. If there's something you would like to hear more of, or if you have an interesting story, tell us! Yeah, sure! Send your emails to brett at drivenradioshow.com. Alrighty, guys, that's a mouthful. What you've been doing the last week? Well, I uh, I've been selling off. Did you, in, you really?
0: You inspired me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like blaming it, it on <laughs> him. I, I didn't mean to inspire anybody, and if I did, I'm true sure <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I actually uh, after you know my my whining and stuff about the various uh, motorcycles and this and that, and kind of sitting down and having to come to Jesus in the garage between me and my two babies. Uh, I realized eh, I'm, I'm barking down the wrong tree for a guy like me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're cool, they're fun, mm-hmm. but I'm just not a hundred percent there with them. Mm-hmm. And so I sold them. I sold two of the three. I've still got the Kawasaki. Okay. Uh, still got the Vulcan, but uh, that one I just recently bought. Meat, the big, uh, big honking Suzuki. Yeah, I sold that. To young guys, his first motorcycle. Oh wow! He's, he's out of uh, Missouri, and dude, okay. I hope you enjoy because uh, it sounded great when you guys drove off. And then another gentleman came in and bought the uh, bike trailer. I kind of figured somebody would have bought those two together. The uh the young dude and I'm like wow how do you do that he came there and I guess his wife slash girlfriend I mean he was young young dude early twenties but he's in this big F15250 lariat thing looking new and his best buddy was the one who tested out the bike and and took it for the oh we might of have my a hand. story about that kid coming up <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh so that all got taken care of and now I am down to one bike and it's for sale it's that. Kawasaki that's in great condition. Well, of course it is. You spent 2 years making it mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, making it pretty. And uh and once I'm done with that, I've I've got one kayak. I'm going to go get another one and then eventually get a Are uh, you digging that? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I it's I want to do stuff with people and you know, it, it's I much as I tried to get that kayak on the Kawasaki, it just wasn't working. So uh Did you I, try bungee cords? You know, I should have. I was just trying to one-hand it. Just a thought.
2: <laughs> I feel like that would have been the first thing you went
0: for. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Why would you cut the holes in your
1: ki- in your kayak there, Mark? Well, I figured I could put it on like a helmet, and then I could,
0: uh-huh. I could take it and uh-huh.
1: damn it, it didn't. didn't work.
0: So, uh, so that's my dealio, and uh, that's where I've been. How about you, Corey? Well, actually, uh, some of it's similar to you
2: aside of the selling of things off. I haven't done that. Um, did you buy a kayak? Yep.
1: Did you really? I sure did nice screw you guys I'm buying yeah. a kayak yeah uh
2: the <laughs> wife got a paddle board I bought a kayak um they fit inside inside the van
0: no I, yeah I see you got the battle jitney out there yeah yeah God, well I also got van, some things man.
2: perfected um, I had some things that need to get finished up from when I originally got some of these backwards adventure mods bumpers put on but now that's all done the lighting's all good my twelve thousand pound. Pulling power winches, all working. 12, Do you have that button that you hit and, and it squirts
0: and oil out the back so that people chasing you go sliding off?
2: No, I just hit the brakes and let them hit the bumper. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. That does a pretty good job too. <laughs> yeah, done. And it, s- and it really suck s- this. S- yes, yeah. <laughs> you really want to see someone's <laughs> eyes pop out of their head? I mean, it may not be the fastest accelerating thing, but the sons the gun
1: will break really well. Twelve thousand pounds. Twelve thousand pounds. Twelve. 000, I I think you would. I'm not sure if you can bind all four of my cars. It's twelve thousand pounds. It might be a, a six. Well, when you got a, you got a nine
2: thousand pound van, the eight thousand pound winches just don't quite work. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
0: There's that. Yeah.
2: So it had to be a big sucker. Um, but uh, I'm glad it's there. I'm glad it's done. And uh, and then we bought some additional uh, adventure gear for it, which was a battle board and a and a, and a kayak, a folding kayak.
1: Do you guys? Oh, have, a folding kayak. It folds. Yeah.
2: up. Into about mm, three and a half foot, is by like eighteen inches or so. It is not. It is a hard kayak still. I've seen those and for sales.
0: I bought mine like, like on the cheap from Menards.
1: So you know, I got that in a rake. What's it have? Now, like like a, a, a hinge and then a rubber seal and a lock, or no? I'm it, trying to
2: it's, it's um. It's it's a type of plastic. It folds. It, it's called a, a Oru kayaks. That's I'll all they do check. is There's all they do is make foldable. They they're based uh, kind of like on uh, like an organ. So are you guys enjoying
1: the kayaks? I've been
2: conference? out three times just this last weekend: Friday, Saturday, and then Monday.
0: I got mine about a week ago, and uh, I already went out on it once. And I'm like, oh yeah, now I did feel it in my upper arms because I went yep. tooling around uh, Cedar Lake and uh, did it at a fairly fairly so, good clip. So welcome to nice. the driven kayak show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's darn too. on the next you? Paddling news? I ha- I don't have a kayak yet. Damn it. All right, next. I can't even look you in the eye <laughs> now. What's the next story? <laughs> not like you did before. <laughs> That's
1: not with love. Uh, we just got back from Barrett-Jackson Las Vegas and uh, doing a little bit of early 15th anniversary celebration. Our, nice. Our, our 15th is a little later this week. Uh, got to see a lot of cool stuff. Got to talk to our friend Scott Black. He is doing so well. He's about to get his pilot's license. I couldn't believe it. He, Ooh, he's going nice. to go fly and he's going to send us pictures of his solo. Got to see Tyler Hoover doing his thing for Barrett Jackson while we were there and okay. talked to him for a half a second. Yeah, yeah. Kept running into Tavares and to Freddie Hernandez. Saw Very him at cool. the sale, saw him at the airport, saw him when we were getting our leggings. That's insane. Uh, t- uh, Freddie has uh, a new friend who lives here in Kansas and he came to visit. And got to see him a lot and talk about all the cool stuff he's doing. Sweet, nice. And it sounds like we're going to be able to get Tyler, Freddie, and Ed all on the show oh, at the same time. So good. Uh, we've been trying to do that forever, and it sounds like we're finally going to get that Sweet. together. That's very deal. cool. Got to enjoy the balmy 3,000 degree damn weather <laughs> in Las Vegas. All right. That's uh, what they're known for, right? It. it the the temps varied the highs varied from 104 to 107 Jeez. while we were there uh the next person i say yeah it's a dry heat i'm going to kick him in the teeth <laughs> I was about to say that. Lava so. is also a dry heat. <laughs> well, you know, when you bet on the red and black, you're just betting on what your skin's going to look like yeah. after an hour. Yeah. Red after an hour, black after two. Uh, and Vegas has become an even bigger freak show than it ever was before. Wow. Uh, Barrett Jackson was having their auction in the west wing of the Las Vegas Convention Center, and the north wing of the Convention Center, was a giant UFC to do oh, so ev- no. every <laughs> every giant over-proteined, muscle-head weirdo <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. Everybody walking around, I'm t- Testosterone and I, yep. need ah, 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 I need more raw it meat. Just lots of that everywhere. It was just, it, it was a freak show. You know, i tell you what, walking through the hotel most evenings when you got back from the auction was a little like going to the Star Wars bar. <laughs> oh, and by the way, while we're at it, prices of everything in Vegas Eight times what they should be. Breakfast with bacon hash browns and eggs and coffee for two in the hotel coffee shop was 60 bucks. Oh, my God. What I will say about this that is very positive, MGM Signature, the room that we got for the same money you would have paid to have a Holiday Inn Express was dynamite. It yeah. was fantastic. Full kitchen with appliances, dishes. Cooking utensils, everything, a for real living room, a balcony on the 24th floor that I you couldn't get me out on with a team of horses, a, a gorgeous bedroom, king size bed, big soaker jacuzzi tub. Shaped like a heart, lava lamps. No, 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 uh, no, super <laughs> striped velvet. wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. Now the room was fantastic. It was absolutely beautiful. I don't, I'm not kidding. It was holiday and money. Nice, yeah. Uh, everything else there, not so much. Yeah, um, but uh, Lyft drivers got us around. I didn't even rent a car. We just took Lyft oh, everywhere, nice. and it was easy. Um, plus, their gas is like five fifty a gallon for a regular. How much you lose at the tables? I made two hundred dollars <gasps> playing slot machines. Look at you! Sweet,
0: paid for breakfast twice.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and
0: get the whipped cream, baby. Daddy's on a roll. Just barely. We'll take you extra can bacon. Have
1: a waffle this morning.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it was a really good time. It was enjoyable. Rhonda and I first day at the auction walked over fourteen thousand steps. Nice. If if, <clears throat> if everybody listening to the show remembers, I'm walking around on broken toes and f- for me 6000 steps or so is about 3 miles. Yeah. So, so I'm it's I'm six, guessing seven miles. That's about right. Yeah. That's yeah. about yeah. what I meant to. too. I, I didn't check but it sure felt like we walked Damn. for a long <laughs> <You> long time. You did. <laughs> long time. You know how far I walked the next day? About 2300. I <laughs> <laughs> <Smart laughs> was so bleeding sore you couldn't I was believe say it. say 23, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> a- anyway, it was a really nice trip. Good time. Happy to do it. Uh and glad to be home. Super Amen. glad to be home. Amen. In the news, a Porsche driver gets caught driving 177 miles per hour. This year's Sebring 24-hour race will be held elsewhere, and car payments are hitting new highs. Our special guests this week are Dave Kenny and Greg Engold of the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave and Greg will be here to discuss the new price guide that just dropped last week. Results in the price guide, winners, losers, and some initial reactions out of the Barrett uh, Jackson auction in Las Vegas. Let's get to the news.
2: From uh, Brett's favorite paid source, Road and Track. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Porsche 911 driver arrested after caught driving 177 miles per hour by police helicopter. Does is, that
1: mean he did 177 past the police helicopter or he was caught by the police helicopter when he was doing 100.
2: I, 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 how fast those helicopters go? I would think it'd be hard-pressed to keep up with 177. I, I,
1: I think if they don't go fast enough uh, to keep pace, they go higher so they can watch them longer. Would be my idea. Maybe it was just already there. And it just it was a guy with a watch it, watching like, him go between two
0: you know, lights. Could and it just kinda kind now he's sitting in the middle of the now
1: street now. waiting for him to go by. Yeah, oh, true. There you go. There you go.
0: Uh,
2: a driver of a Porsche 911 was arrested <laughs> on June 9th in Spain after a police helicopter caught him traveling at 285 kilometers an hour. And if my math is correct on this, it's about 177 miles per hour.
1: That's what I'm guessing.
2: A, it said so right up on the on, thing. He was on the highway, though, uh, and this is according to Spanish officials. Uh, the, uh, perpetrator, the unnamed man from Ireland, uh, would be an
0: Ireland guy. Doing I it. Yes. to push this out of a bitch. Oh, she have me car. Her ghost. Ah, yes. Yes, oh, right. Lord. <laughs> oh, <Lord have> mercy. <laughs> where's the dumb brake?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you dirty Germans.
1: <laughs> was it a green car?
2: Tell me it was a green car. Oh God,
0: that would be so awesome. It, it was a,
2: it was a 992 generation Porsche 911 Carrera in British green. No, it there wasn't. You go. It wasn't. They had British license plates, though. Uh, allegedly clocked hitting the average maximum speed of 285 kilometers uh, an hour on the AP6, a highway just outside of Madrid, and a speed limit that <laughs> only was 120 kilometers an hour, so it was only supposed to be about 75 I think he was slightly passing. I'm just a little hundred yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. oh, Doozy
1: Dude broke the speed limit by a hundred two miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: The
0: that,
1: only thing faster is my
0: aunt going he, to the bar. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure if they do this here, the cop just pulls this rifle out of his trunk and starts taking shots at you. <laughs> well, he about topped the car out because it has a, a top speed of 182. Oh my god! So, so that's, what yeah, that's what he was trying. That's what he was trying. More do.
2: likely, right? He had a nice highway. Say, Jay's just starting to sail
0: on whiskey. I've got to get there.
2: Yeah,
1: it's like they won't pull me over in this mess. <laughs> really, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the pot of gold in the back seat. have ah, got that too. Uh, the video published
2: to Twitter shows the moment the police helicopter caught the great nine eleven reaching 285 kilometers before being stopped by an officer at a toll plaza in the town of Arevio,
1: Arevalo. I th- I think it's Arevalo. Oh, Arevalo. That we're sounds good. It sounds both, like something you put we're on probably a sandwich. Both wrong. Um,
2: he was arrested as the alleged uh, perpetrator of a crime against road safety, according to the Irish Mirror. So,
1: Mark's going to say that what you put on the sandwich is corned beef. I'm just waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm also wondering how much caffeine you're getting these days.
0: Yeah. I'm a wee bit tired, and I love this kind of accent. I can do this all damn day. <laughs> Jesus Christ,
2: man. I'm just trying to read something. I'm having a hard time here. Thank you, Mark. We're going to get hate mailed. Oh,
1: you're
0: damn right We will. <laughs>
2: Hey, we might pick up some new listeners in uh, Ireland. I don't
1: know. Never know. S- send your comments to <laughs> mark at drivenradioshow.com. Uh,
2: Spanish law is uh, pretty severe when it comes to speeding, uh, according to the, uh, the, the mirror. Going over the speed limit by 80 kilometers can result in a huge fine. Uh, you're licensed for four years. And if the crime is severe enough, uh, possible uh, face some jail time. So, Uh,
0: Good luck,
1: Mr. Unnamed Irishman. At this point, I invite you to smack Mark with a shillelagh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next story!
1: (laughs) All right, well, before he devolves into Sean Connery and... Another part of the British Isles from road and track. You know, the one I pay for. The, t- the 2022 Sebring 24 hours has been called off. The Sebring 24-hour race uh, set to be raced in mid-November has been called off according to a statement released Tuesday by organizer Creventic. Uh, I believe that's how that's pronounced. It looks pretty, pretty good to me. That's all I got. Creventic. Yeah. I'm good it. It. Or Kreventik, whatever. Yep. Ongoing uncertainty in global logistics change has made it impossible for Kreventik to guarantee safe passage of team containers and equipment therein across the Atlantic within the allotted time, reads the statement. The Sebring 24-hour was set to run from November 18th to November 20th and to be the season finale for the 2022 24-hour series presented by Hancock. Organizers plan to move the event to another venue rather than drop it from the schedule entirely. Given what they're saying in the statement, I'm guessing they're going to move it to someplace in Europe rather than running it here. Yeah. Uh, organizers were forced to postpone the 24-hour Sebring race by one day in 2021 due to delays in shipping, according to Sports Car 365. The series has yet to announce a replacement venue, though judging by reasoning, we expect organizers to keep the finale in Europe rather than take it overseas. Ta-da. So it's
2: it's it's now going to be called the place that's yet to be known twenty four
1: hour. Yeah, we're at the, <laughs> the the mystery venue twenty four hours.
0: Yeah, the Poughkeepsie
1: twenty four hour. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's in New York. I said Europe.
2: Probably going to have a new commentary. From, <laughs> Probably have uh, it in from Ireland. Ireland. Yeah,
0: in Ireland, I know a piece. Foster and High sweet five. Jesus.
1: <laughs> All right, uh. they're going to be certain. Sur-
0: <laughs> We're going to have a, a calamity on the brink. How
2: to get Mark off the rails instantly. Mission to Ireland.
1: Going to be serving or nothing the but Bushmills and Lucky Charms. I there know you I go. Pete
0: Bogg with your dirty name written on it.
2: Hey, All next right. week, let's wear green shirts and see what he says. No.
1: I'm just out.
0: <laughs> From Car and Driver, more than 12% of new car, ma- car payments are topping $1,000 a month. You've got to be kidding. Mm. Uh, dude, I, it was hard for me I've to pay that in a before. house payment. Yeah, when yeah, I, when I started at $1,100, i am like, this is killing me. The last house I rented wasn't that much.
2: Actually, yeah, my house payment wasn't even that much.
0: Average prices of new cars are moving up. The number of people accepting monthly payments of over $1,000 a month is also increasing along with it. Shocking but not surprising. This comes to us from data analysis of the month of June from Edmonds, which found that a record 12.7% of new car buyers took out vehicle loans with monthly payments over $1,000.
1: What are they thinking?
0: I... I wonder if they're like, well, I'll drive it for a little bit, and then I'll sell it for more than I I paid for it because you know Nuh-uh. I I have no clue. I, it does
1: it makes no damn sense. You're taking out interest payments on something on a depreciating asset. Oh, hugely depreciating mm-hmm. first year. It yep. you know you're you're paying interest to buy something that's going down in value. You know, I would be interested.
0: I I didn't uh, go look up the breakout numbers. To see which cars they're paying this for, which vehicles. I mean, is it like something super wow amazing or well, what are, like a Kia Sorento? Yeah, Corollas. What, what are the three, thi- yeah. are and, the three and, things and that sell Honda, most Kona. in the US?
1: F 150s, Chevy Silverados, and I don't think Camrys are that expensive, are they? The Camrys are probably 50 grand now. Yeah, I, I, they're, I haven't I looked around 40 for. Yeah, well, I don't shop for Camry, so I wouldn't know. I
2: remember when they were barely over twenty.
1: But you know, if you if you get an F one hundred and fifty loaded out platinum edition four wheel drive, it's eighty grand. I've, yeah,
2: I bought a brand new Jeep, a Sahara edition, which was the, the most expensive Wrangler in two thousand. Bought a brand new in two thousand. Mm-hmm. It had a sticker about twenty four, and now you'd be l- l- lucky to get one for uh, le- you know, for less than twice that.
1: My truck, brand new, stickered for twenty nine grand. It's got one hundred eighty thousand miles on yeah. it. I checked here not long ago. Those F one hundred and fifty Harley editions, the two ton ones like mine, with one hundred fifty thousand miles on them, are selling for twenty two grand. Oh, wow! The, it, Still. It's the most insane thing. Mm. But again, you're borrowing money on a depreciating asset. Yep.
0: Earlier in June, the average monthly payment for new cars was somewhere around $650 to $700 in the U.S., and I remember when 350 made me pucker, uh, which would be expected with the average price of a new car hitting 47148 bucks in May, according to the KBB. Uh, Edmunds data showed other indications of changes to our car buying habits due to the industry's high prices. Second quarter of 2022, the average annual percentage rate, APR, on new finance vehicles, 5%, which... When I bought my truck, my very first ve- brand-new vehicle ever was a 1987 Nissan pickup, and I was at
1: 9% interest. I don't think I've ever I had, had a half. car loan under 5%. I yeah.
2: had 10.5%, and, and then two years later, I refinanced it down to 7
1: So it's uh, you? you know 5%. Uh,
2: Which is a bit more than I wanted to, but damn it, I wanted that.
0: Well,
1: yeah, but it, it, now if you get like 6.5% on a used car, eh, okay, yeah, that's, whatever. That's, that's yeah. not so
0: bad uh highest since first quarter 2020 and other indicators that more new car shoppers 36.1 percent are choosing longer term uh longer loan terms 73 to 84 months which you know used to be like are you insane but Dude, that's six to last, seven years well the cars last longer mm-hmm. yeah. and then they used like that 87 nissan that i bought yeah, those things better. were just they were salt
1: magnets oh yeah I, well, oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah i within the first three years i had them redo the bed on it because it was rusting out already damn
1: who yeah. knew Good hmm. grief.
0: But it was a cool truck. Yeah. Um, Hard body. <laughs> it, was, it was a tough little truck. <laughs> uh, the average, average total amount of new car buyers are financing uh, also here, hit near record highs last quarter, combining, climbing to $40, 000, uh, roughly $40,000, $41,000 compared with 397 uh average in the first quarter of this year and thirty six two in the second quarter of 2021. So people have just paid more and more and more and more and more.
1: I've bought yeah. two cars in my lifetime that were over forty thousand dollars, two. One was the Impala, the other was that sixty-five Corvette. Yeah, I've never paid more than thirty grand for a daily driver
2: ever. I've never paid over forty for a
1: car per se. I know I have a
2: this van that costs more than, that, but now that's you, that's you, a kind of a different story because you know, that's, that's, that's a camper you, van. That's you got a
1: van a that, that costs the same as the gross national product of Peru, <laughs>
0: possibly. <laughs> Yeah, Edmund said a 72-month car loan for $40,000, increasing from a 4% APR to 5%, raises the total cost by 1,000, uh, 1,300 bucks. While signing up for a 6% APR compared to 4% means you'll pay 2,600
1: more over the course of the loan. God, I, did.
0: I know, I know, God, God. what's wrong with you people? Oh.
1: <laughs> I I know when we talk about this, I sound like the world's cheapest bastard because I drove, I drive a pickup truck that's 19 years old and my one remaining motorcycle is 26 years old this year i just i keep my stuff i take really good care of it and i don't buy new stuff because i still when i see a car that's 50 grand i think that's 50 grand that's half of a hundred grand and that's a ton of money yeah that's a chunk of change i can't bring myself to do it Unless, you know, we start talking vintage Corvettes, and the eh, no, 80's not that bad. <laughs> I, I've, I've never personally done that. Hey, by the way, Barrett-Jackson, uh, this past weekend, 66 Corvette Coupe, Nassau blue, bright blue interior, knockoff yeah, wheels, yeah. Uh, but really, really nice. Very nice car. Went for a buck. A small block, even a small block three twenty seven three fifty like mine, and a four speed well oh for a buck. god I couldn't believe that. Holy crow!
0: Wow, just one dollar. That's not very much. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. that's just uh, you know, crisp George Washington. Yeah, but it was eighty-seven
0: thousand percent interest. Uh, But it was the very first dollar bill ever made. You won't
1: won't believe what the payments are going to look like. (laughs) Edmund says, "Don't touch this." (laughs) Our special guests this week are Dave Kenny and Greg Ingold of the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave and Greg will be here to discuss the price guide that dropped last week. Take an initial look at the Barrett Jackson Las Vegas results. And we're going to talk winners and losers and where to put your money and market forces and all that good stuff. All this and much more is coming up next on Driven Radio. Welcome back to Driven Radio coming to you from Driven Radio Studios in Overland Park, Kansas. Our special guests this week are Dave Kenney and Greg Ingold of the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave is a lifelong automobile enthusiast, collector, owner of automotive valuation firm U.S. Appraisal, accredited senior appraiser with the American Society of Appraisers and writer for British magazine Octane, the Haggerty Insider. God, is there anything you do? Don't do. And the publisher of Boys the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave also serves on the McPherson College Advisory Board. Greg Ingold is an avid car enthusiast, editor of the Haggerty Price Guide, and has worked as a part of the Haggerty Valuation Team since 2014. Greg and Dave, welcome back to Driven Radio.
3: Yay! hey, good to be here. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having
1: us back. Oh, happy to have you back. Uh, hey, Dave, uh, Rhonda and I were walking through McCarran Airport in Las Vegas Sunday, and she turns and looks at me and points into a bookstore and says, is that Dave Kinney? And I walked up to this guy and said, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, three times before he put his head up, and I realized, that ain't Dave. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whoopsie.
1: <laughs> Oops!
4: <laughs> that guy was um, real. You know, what are, what are the chances of seeing an uh, overweight bald white guy in Las Vegas? I mean, you know, it's amazing. It, it's like. It's like. It's like going to Bear Jackson. As long as you have the bowling shirt on, that's the, the trifecta. So. Yeah,
1: you, you could swing a dead cat and hit a half dozen of us, couldn't you? Uh, where have you been traveling of late, sir?
4: Um, actually, I guess uh, last trip was to uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I leave tomorrow on my uh, halfway across country adventure. I'm going to St. Louis. Uh, I'm gonna be at the Capchalem uh, Home, uh, Kap, sorry, uh, Concord in South Bend, Indiana uh, this weekend. Uh, the uh, what is that the eighth uh, and ninth, I guess? Um, and I'm the Grand Marshal of the uh, Concourse. So oh, cool.
1: very cool! Good for you. So I'm
4: gonna. I guess I get a little Shriner car, and I have a sash, and you know all that sort of stuff. So oh, I'm fantastic! They're gonna
1: to- they're gonna make you feel like you're really special. You're gonna <laughs> yeah, rock that fez in that mini fire truck.
4: <laughs> you heard about you heard about the fez? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll I think- sing Istanbul not Constantinople. Yeah, well,
1: well that'll. <laughs> <laughs> nice pull that'll keep some of that uh, sunshine off your balding pate. how about you mr greg have you been on the road any
3: uh yeah so a couple weeks ago i uh was down in dearborn for uh the henry ford's uh motor muster show which is fantastic if you are in the motor city area they they put on some great shows over there at greenfield village so uh Spent a bit of time uh, doing some announcing with uh, with the Henry Ford crew about uh, some of the cars and uh, put on a state of the market uh, seminar and uh, great fun. We loaded up in a 64 and a half Mustang, uh, 263 wow. speed, drove it all the way from Traverse City down to uh, Dearborn and back over the weekend.
4: Oh, beat you up. That's a yeah. long haul.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I got my leg day in uh, for the uh, <laughs> entire month after driving that three speed.
1: <laughs> so, gentlemen, the new quarterly issue of Haggerty Price Guide dropped last week. In fact, I tried to get you on before we left for Vegas, but you guys are just busy. Uh, what is new in the Price Guide this quarter? Not
4: a damn thing. See
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> and scene.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Copy-paste. we really phoned it in on this one. Um no actually it's uh yeah we in the past couple of years you've had us on uh, I think the words uh biggest ever and unprecedented have been uh top of the glossary, and I think we need to whip those uh, those words back out oh,
0: no
4: uh,
3: because it's it's not slowing down it's uh th- more is up than what is down and uh, yes while uh, it seems like things have started to calm. Uh, being at a new high is uh, not necessarily calm, I guess.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, we we have obviously lots more ups than downs uh, in this book. Um, you know, we've been talking about it. Uh, it's it's a little bit of a scary time because you know the economy overall is you know not doing as well as as a lot of us have hoped for. And, um, you know, we're in a bear market in Wall Street. But a lot of the times that means that people take their money out of Wall Street and put it into collectibles. And that could be yeah. what's happening here or what's going to happen here even more. So, um, uh, you know, we've been we've been talking about that. It's not our business to you know predict the future. But, you know, we really have to put a, a filter and a lens on everything that we look at. So um, it's you know, there's no big signs of uh, of bad news happening but uh, uh it's not as active an update as the last time around okay that's, that's pretty well across the board
1: so if everything looks to be up and very little looks to be down i guess we look at the outliers what are the big movers in either direction what's what went up a ton and what went down
4: how's your japanese there uh, greg why don't you start ah oh, it's very good actually
3: uh <laughs> Yeah, our biggest movers uh, was a uh, more modern Japanese car. So the 1990 Nissan GTR Nismo edition, that, uh, that was up by 94%. Whoa! in yeah.
0: wow. One quarter, guys. Yes. 94%
3: and
4: one quarter.
1: Is that a single sale, or are those multiple?
3: Well, the, they only built 560 of these. Yeah. Uh, there was a sale of a true Concorde quality car. Uh, overseas for $330,000 for a car that we had uh, previously been calling a $150,000 car.
1: Holy smokes.
3: And through the back channels that we talk to people about, uh, it was a legitimate sale and there was huge interest in the car when it sold. Uh, like, it sold the same day that it went up for sale. Um what's special about that car it's a homologation special so it has a tie into racing history so that always helps mm-hmm. uh there are other additions like that that went up as well standard gtrs not as much but these uh, really really special cars have uh really exploded
4: and, of course, you know, we've been talking about this as well, Greg and I. You know, the, the rate it's going up is absolutely not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, no way in, in in a thousand worlds, a thousand lifetimes is that going to be sustainable. So we don't know what's going to happen. Normally what happens in our car world in the last few years especially is it's just leveled out. Um, but, I mean, with a with an increase that much, it's, it's hard to see that, uh, you know, it might be in for a harder landing than just leveling out. We don't know so uh yeah. that's but that's that was just the the biggest outlier that we had. What well, else
1: seemed outrageous? Uh,
3: well, you know uh, if you've been following uh bandit transams uh, you, uh you'll notice that those went up by a lot uh, the previous quarter, you know, to the tune of seventy to eighty uh. percent. They went up another thirty four
4: percent this quarter,
0: yeah, but they're worth it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see what the issue. is. I don't see where the surprise is with that. You know?
4: Well, you know, if you want to put it in uh, in different language, that's up uh, three tens and one four, so uh, you get uh, three ten, three ten fours, I guess, basically. So uh, yeah, thirty four percent. So uh, a crazy big, uh, crazy big increase. But I kind of get that one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with you, Mark. That uh, you know they're so iconic, everybody knows what they are. You show up at the, wherever you go, cars and coffee. Hell, if you go to the shopping center, you're going to have somebody stop you. Yep. Your shopping centers. Remember those? I'm sorry, to the Amazon fulfillment center.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, somebody's going to somebody's going to walk up to you and say, uh, you know, I had one. My girlfriend. Uh, you know, I met her when she had one. My dad had one. Whatever, because they're so accessible. And of course, you know, there's lots of different models and lots of different years. But the uh, you know the ones with the screaming chicken on the hood. Uh, in mm-hmm. black and gold, or just, you know, uh, smoking a bandit. And nope. uh, it's mm-hmm. been playing on Netflix for nonstop for, you know, what, 18 <laughs> years, something like that. Back when Netflix was something you, uh, remember you had to get yeah, you had to mail them in. the mail. That was the first of the mail-in internet, I believe mm-hmm. is what that was called.
1: So, uh-huh. so flip side of that, do you have outliers on the downside? You and I'm have taking things- notes. <laughs> get them down in my neighborhood. Just
4: just those Harley Davidson Ford trucks. That's the only. Yeah. They're hopeless. Sorry, I don't
1: give a damn. No, I'm, I'm driving it till it dies. No,
4: it's so it's a Ford, so that'll be any day now, right?
1: Mm. Oh, boom. I, hey, I got well, one. I, I got questions for you about your Ford trucks later, dude.
4: Okay, fine. I, I, and actually, I am a Ford guy, so I was just you know uh, I was going to preemptively oh, take one for the team. Don't
0: walk that back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, seventy-seven, seventy to seventy-seven. Alfa Romeo Montreal is our biggest loser at a whopping eight percent, which is not a lot. No, um, yeah, and uh, and you know, I, I guess uh, uh, we got two other ones on the list, but everything else pretty much stayed the same or went up. I'm
1: surprised to hear that the Montr- Montreal saw a downtick. Those were supposed <laughs> to be fairly hot.
4: Well, my my take on this is is that. You know, uh, yeah, that's what happened. There were a lot of them that sold, and now some of the lesser ones are coming on the market, oh, okay. and they just don't bring the money. Okay. So everybody who had one was waiting for them to go up in value. Then they decide, you know, hell, I've always thought of it as a twenty thousand dollar car, and now I got a chance to get way over double that. I might as well sell it. And unfortunately, theirs isn't a uh, you know eighty nine thousand dollar example. It's more like a fifty nine thousand or a forty nine thousand or whatever example. So I mean, just I'm just throwing numbers out there. Not, but so I think what happens is real normal course of business. The really spectacular ones come out. They get on, bring a trailer. They go to a Gooding auction. You know whatever, and people really take notice. And then people drag them out, and they're lesser cars. And so a lot of the times. Uh, the ones offered uh, you know we we don't just do auction sales we do classified sales and we do everything that we can find but the ones on offer i think were a little bit less than the uh, than the ones that brought the big money and i that's why i just don't see this as anything serious at all i wouldn't i wouldn't you know base uh, selling my alfa romeo montreal off of that at all i think there's a lot of room left for great cars especially
0: i didn't know what those looked like i've just popped one up on the web, and it, it kind of looks like a uh, an AMC Javelin had a one-night stand with a Subaru. No, I, I would say
4: a Javelin and a uh, and a Lamborghini mirror Take a look at those doors. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. You think a Javelin could buy the drinks for a Lamborghini? No. Dude. no
4: the a, it was brown totally brown a Subaru. Hey, it was really late. It was <laughs> like 3 a.m. The car's closed. I mean, like, no, the,
1: God, the Lamborghini God. was slumming. <laughs> <laughs> and its husband had just closing left it. time there. on
4: the jukebox, you know, <laughs>
1: I think we need to introduce uh, Dave Kenny to Travis Bell. Those two would have a good time together, and you have uh, similar quantities of hair. He's just jealous.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I make this shit look good. For $7,000, I could get a wig just like yours. I'll
1: tell you what, wait a couple months, and I'll send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) So aside from the NISMO... Uh, were there other outliers that were real surprising? Anything that was uh, eyebrow rising
3: Well, you know the the one that uh, that kind of got me was the uh, Suzuki Samurai's. Those uh, those went up by thirty four percent. I mean, You're remember kidding. when you could pick up a dozen Samurai's for about twenty grand? Yeah, well, that's that's about what it takes to buy a, a nice one now.
1: Nah, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, that, uh-huh. that can't be. <laughs> they weren't that be. new. I drove them when they were new, and they were tinny and crappy then.
4: Hey, I got news for you. A lot of the cars that we talk about that are selling for, you know, eight hundred <laughs> thousand dollars, were tinny and crappy back in the day as well. But I mean, samurais were so bad. You're comparing, everything, so you're comparing bad. everything to a 2022 car, and cars are, you know, they're they're arguably many times appreciably better than the cars that we that we covet, that we love, that we drive. A uh, Samurai
1: that, was a tin dune buggy. They had no sound deadening in them at all. I remember driving brand new ones and thinking, I can't believe they can sell these.
4: Well, they badged <laughs> them as uh, Geos, and that you know made them all go away. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ah, trackers, you
1: betcha. Yep. Sexy, especially two-wheel oh. drive. I, I, <laughs> I like the Samurai because it felt like such a toy of a car, but, man, I never wanted to be on a highway in one.
4: Yeah, um, I get that, uh, but uh, you know they were objects of desires for teenagers. They yeah. were the, uh, you know, they were the cheap version of the, uh, you know, the four wheel drive that would take you anywhere. They're, you know, they're, uh, but so there's a lot of appeal to that. I mean, you know, let's be honest. Have you driven a '66 Bronco recently? That's all stock. Yes, I have. Yo, know, they call them Broncos because they'll beat you up. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it was the best-named truck of all time as far as that goes. Short wheelbase, 302 motor, you know, all those things. I mean, it's a it's – a, it's a, uh, it nicely we call that an interactive experience.
1: Yes, it w- <laughs> yes they are. Yes, they are. Uh, the one upside you remember is it can turn around in its own length. I was about yeah. saying you could park it on a sneeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, no space at all. Alrighty, well, given the events of the last couple months since we spoke last, if you had to put your money in something, where would you put it? Under the mattress. Where else? Well, I know you're going to vote Subaru, but aside from that,
4: Oh, I don't nice. know. Uh, that's you know, that's a real tough one. Um, I am not buying or selling right now. I'm in a, I'm in a, you know, an absolute hold state.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: I'm, I'm still in love with those uh, AMG GT Mercedes from the, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019. Uh, I think they are a lot of value for the money. There's a whole bunch of reasons why not. But, uh, you know, uh, we could be talking about the end of ice Mercedes cars sooner than we think. And, yep. uh, So, you know, from that standpoint, uh, you know, I I think there would be a a good long-term hold. But then again, uh, you know, I just wrote a piece on an SL600 that sold on Bring a Trailer. And, I mean, it was a very expensive car, and it sold well at $20,001. I mean, you know, so uh, um, it could very well be that if these things fall out of favor, nobody's going to want them.
1: A white R129 SL600 posted on Bring a Trailer Today. It's got the two-tone tan and mushroom interior and the AMG wheels. And that's a slick-looking car. But having owned an S600 and knowing what the maintenance is on it, eh, probably not.
4: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. And, uh, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch of options out there. But uh, I would, you know, personally, I'd buy newer. Uh, I'd buy something you know, past 2010, 2015, um, and I'd buy something that was performance-oriented, and I'd buy something that, um, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive, but it would be something that would be desirable to, uh, you know, at least one generation of people. So, yeah, sure. it, you know, it, 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 it literally the poster car... Uh, that would be on the wall of a of a kid in uh, you know high school college something like that.
1: Sure, and I agree with you on the AMG GT. I was in one over the weekend uh, at in Las Vegas. Those are startlingly attractive cars.
4: Yeah, no, they are, and uh, uh, they've got a lot going for them. I mean, you know, there's the whole argument about not not owning a late model, late model, a late model Mercedes Benz out of warranty, and I I totally get that, but. You know, I find that well-maintained cars, you know, when they are well-maintained, you'll you'll kind of know what's coming up on them and uh, you'll be able to budget for it. So.
1: All right, guys. Barrett Jackson, fresh in your memory, probably haven't had much of a chance to do deep analysis on it. It wrapped up this weekend. Uh, the initial reports are showing a $49.1 million take. I see that car. I saw that car repeatedly. Was that yours? No, do you know how much this sold for? I didn't see the final on it yet.
4: 1988 Avanti convertible. Mm-hmm. Okay, take a wild guess. I'll just tell you, it sold cheap. What do you think? dollars thousand eight hundred. You're kidding me! I would have bought 20,
1: that for sixty eight hundred bucks. What?
4: Oh yeah, so it was decent looking. looking. I know. I I drilled down on it. I took a look. Uh, so sixty eight twenty. I couldn't believe. I just wrote it up for uh, for Octane magazine. Um, you know, cause the Brits, they love Avanti's. I mean, you know, they, they, they live in, they live and breathe Avanti's obviously. Uh, but I mean, that, that was the biggest
1: smoking hot deal I've seen so far this year. The uh, biggest. Unbelievable. I would have yeah. bought that car for $6,800. I, uh, you know, you would have get,
4: gotten rid of your rent-a-car and, you know, and, uh, kept it for a few days. <laughs> oh
1: that, yeah, you know, absolutely. That, that, I mean, it's convertible.
4: Uh, you know, whatever. It's not my favorite year, but 87, I 88, I like more than 88 then 87. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was my takeaway. They did well. Um, mm-hmm. What were the numbers, Greg? Yeah, right? so
3: um, I, I crushed the numbers just before we got on here, and uh, last year they did 46.5 million with about 20 more cars to so their this is, uh, run
1: list. So this is an uptick for them.
3: This is an uptick, oh, and... Yeah, I mean, there were some really good sales there. I saw what that uh, Hemi Superbird did, and I about yeah. fell over.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, but. I think it looked like almost all the action was on July 1st, on the Saturday, right? Yep. That yep. The final day of the sale. I mean, the the, the numbers coming out of the early early um, uh, early part of the sale, typical Bear Jackson. I mean, they mm. run a lot of stuff, and a lot of the early cars are not... To, just so we say exceptional cars. Um, the Savani was lot fifty-eight, so it was early enough. But uh, I mean, that was just a smoke. You could, you know, obviously, without any problem at all, you could detail it and it absolutely double and potentially triple your money.
1: I so. would think so. Uh, it was a. I I didn't give it a close look, but close enough to tell that it was a pretty clean looking car. Six thousand eight hundred dollars seems unbelievable to me. I would have bought it for that. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. No, I know. You know, I have this theory about auctions, and I've always thought it was true. If you go looking for the red 68 Mustang, you know, uh, uh, 2 plus 2, you'll never buy it. But if you go looking for a Mustang, a Camaro, a Firebird, a Cougar, you know, whatever, and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, then you have a choice of about 30 cars, and there's a really good chance one of them will get loose cheap. And, um or at least within your price range, is, the price range is a decent car. But I think so many of us go because we're looking at one or two cars at an auction. Well, that's where the dealer has the advantage because if they're just standing up there sucking down beers and, and this thing happens to come through, I would guess that this car probably went to a dealer. So it'll probably be available very shortly for You know, a bargain price of nineteen nine fifty or something like that.
1: Uh, You know, that's uh, that may be the biggest bargain at that sale. One of the cars that I covered there that I thought was impossibly cheap was, I believe, a two thousand six Mustang Saleen, and it was black over black and had eighty three hundred miles on it. Wow! And it sold for twenty grand.
4: Yeah, it's money in the bank. That, that just
1: seems stupid cheap to me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were yep. a couple of Boxsters that went under fifteen grand, and they were both in okay shape. Uh, just there was some stuff there that traded a lot cheaper than I thought it would have. But, you know, they had all the Saturday cars. They had lots of resto mods. They had lots of uh, big muscle cars and stuff like that, and that stuff all went high.
4: Yeah, so. yeah. Um, Resto mods at a Bear Jacksons Hill. Wow, I
1: will uh, yeah. alert the media. What a surprise! Don't <laughs> tell me so. that
4: they had a whole bunch of fifteen-year-old uh, Mercedes benzes as well, because I, I you know, unheard of. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Pl- plenty of that as well. Lots yeah. of Corvettes. It was Corvette heavy. Um, some good, others. Yee. But uh, you know, it, it was a good mix for the auction. Uh, so
4: how was the how was the crowd there?
1: Thin. Really? I really thought it was kind of thin now, there is a difference. Last time I was there was two thousand nineteen, and they did it over at Mandalay Bay, which I think was a smaller hall than what they had now. This year was the west wing of the Las Vegas Convention Center, which is massive, so maybe it's because everybody was spread out it It seemed like there were fewer people there, but uh they they had uh like Greg said, they had fewer cars than last year. And got more money out of it, so good on them. Uh, it, yeah. it looks like the market is still strong. Do
0: you? Think did you? Uh,
4: did you go uh, in the most boring ride at all in uh, Las Vegas?
1: What's that? The tram?
4: Uh, no, the underground. the uh, The one that uh, that takes you Teslas. Uh, oh Tesla's yeah,
1: a- we rode in that a couple times. It looks like you're plowing through an ice cream cone.
4: Yeah. Yes. And you see what I did there, the most boring ride? It was done by the boring yes. company. Yes. So, yeah. Thank you.
1: I appreciate and you I hold my hand. It must
4: be late in, yeah. over, in uh, Kansas City. Right? <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I do appreciate you walking me through that. You know, sometimes I miss <laughs> the obvious. <laughs> So with the market, it seems still on the rise or at least remaining hot. Do you think that any of this is tied to seeing a downturn in the stock market or at least a cooling or inflation or fuel prices? Or do you think maybe the collector car world is ignoring all that stuff? Or what do you think the market forces are right now? Uh, I'm going to just go with this one. I, you
4: know, I, you know, I know this is a very unpopular position gas is, is probably 20 percent higher than it should be right now it's not 50 percent higher it's not hundred percent higher uh, so I mean you know yeah it's it's a drag i mean a whole bunch of forces obviously it's worldwide market on there so i don't think, I don't think that's a a factor um and you know if you look at the roads over this last weekend especially ain't nobody staying off the road so no. I think a <laughs> lot of people who complain about it as we all do Uh, And, you know, rightfully so, I guess, but uh, it's not keeping them off the road. That's number one. Number two, I think inflation is a big deal. And I think that that does feed into, you know, the collector car market that a lot of times, as a hedge against inflation, people buy things like gold and silver, but they mostly buy collectibles. And I'm talking high-end stuff. I'm not talking about the stuff that I'm interested in. I'm talking about million and multi-million dollar cars. So I think there's going to be more of that. And I think that's what we're going to learn at Monterey this year, which is, you know, only a, a month away right now, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, we have that to, to concern ourselves with. Um, you know, usually it's, a, it's an event that we can't control that, that makes a difference in our marketplace um something like you know when the war started in iraq that you know was a, a a big you know full-on stop and then it started building up again we have been so incredibly lucky in this market because when you think about it it's really been non-stop for the last you know with very few exceptions 20 years yeah um i mean it's been a go-go market for a very long time that's what scares me more than anything else i mean the pause that's coming up We don't know if it's going to take a week. We don't know if it's going to take 10 years. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. Um, But usually in our world, when the pause comes, a lot of the big recent gainers are the ones that take the biggest hits. But the cars that never really moved up a lot or never really moved down a lot kind of stay the same.
1: I think that's very prescient. I think it's a great observation. Uh, Okay, what events are you looking forward to this summer? We've got... Miku uh, Orlando is right around the corner. Uh, you guys are, are I, for the first time since 2016, I'm going to miss Monterey this year. Really? Yeah, Think of the
4: money you are going to save. I am just
1: <laughs> crushed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I will I mean, miss Montere- Mon- Monterey on the Cheap means you're spending 700 dollars a day. Easily. I mean, uh, you know I mean, yeah. I mean, even if you're staying in a 300 night hotel room. Which you know, the week after is eighty dollars a night. By the way, yeah. Uh, even if you're staying in a three hundred dollar a night hotel room, I mean, have you checked out airfares? I mean, talk about inflation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife and I are going out for, uh, you know, for ten days, and I, I'm embarrassed to tell you what we're spending on airfare, but we really don't have a chance. And right. of course, we're going all the way across country, but that doesn't mean anything either. A lot of times, you know, that flying from Kansas City to St. Louis is half again as much as flying from dc to uh, los angeles yeah. so but uh you know i i will guaranteed i will lose money for the month unless i win a lot you know if i uh, uh cash a lottery ticket that'd be the only way i wouldn't amazing the cost Absolutely. we're renting a house uh, we're renting a house and splitting it with uh some friends and uh so the hard costs are already in there and they're astonished
1: we've yeah. done that for years rented a house and split it amongst people and last year when we were there we rented a house and we split it amongst ten people, yeah. Which means you're not staying in a house; you're staying in a zoo, yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and we were close to the ocean and all that good stuff. But it's it, it is. I'll tell you what; I had something put it in perspective. I was out in uh, Monterey last year in May, and stayed at the Intercontinental down on Cannery Row, and it was empty. It's yep. empty, and I've never seen it like that. All right, Greg, where are you going to go this summer?
3: Um, my next trip is Monterey, so uh, that's. Uh, the, I that's assume you're going to drive
1: there in a 64 and a half Mustang. Oh <laughs> heck, no!
4: I am, I am flying there. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna call him Popeye by the time he gets there. He does that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Muscles ah. and muscles. Uh, yeah, I'll
3: look like Schwarzenegger after after driving that thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's uh that's my next uh, thing. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean in the in the meanwhile, I mean you mentioned uh Mecum Orlando. I think that one's going to uh, be a nice primer to a good uh, test of where the market's at going into August. Uh, you know, Meekum unlike uh, Barrett-Jackson, isn't quite as resto-mod heavy. So the, so the things that we pay attention for, to for the price guide, I think
4: that's at least going to tell us where the low-to-mid market's at.
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
4: meekham has got a pretty good lineup coming up mm-hmm. in, in the next two sales because I, I spent some time yeah. over the weekend looking at that. So they got some good cars. I mean, everybody does. And, and yeah. you know, talking about Monterey, my goodness. I uh, mean 540Ks? Know, Uh, There are 12 500 or 540 Ks already announced. So RM has 10. So maybe it's 13. Broad Arrow has one. Gooding has one. So no, I guess it's just 12. Unbelievable. Um, And, uh, you know, I mean, that's just astonishing. Just astonishing. I don't know if the market can absorb, you know, 10 of these cars, much less 12 of these cars coming up, but we'll see. They're all a little
1: different. Maybe somebody gets a bargain, which is tough to fathom with that kind of car.
3: And of course, as as we all know, for watching uh, Monterey for for years and years, uh, we're probably uh, gonna see some big announcements if they're gonna come pretty soon.
4: I mean, I have, think
1: there's have... a Ferrari racer that they're talking about being a new record-setting car. We'll
4: record-setting, as in more than the Olinhot coupe? Uh,
1: no, I mean for Ferraris, uh, oh, probably north of the the 62 GTO that was there a few years back. We have been speaking with Dave Kenney and Greg Ingold of Haggerty. You can find all of the social media links for Dave, Greg, and Haggerty on readthedriven.com. Gentlemen, as always, thank you for being with us. And I want to go ahead and put this uh, in your ear. Let's talk after Monterey. And when we see the results from that, I'll be interesting to see what the market looks like after that weekend.
4: I'll show you the inside of my wallet, too.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it looks a lot like mine fresh back from Vegas. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for being with us again. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. Thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. That's absolutely true. We love this. This is the best thing we get to do all week. It's fun. We all have to go absolutely. back to our crap hole of jobs. After that. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us online at com and read the com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show. And listen everywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Corey Pratt. Yep. And Mark groves no thank you for listening and we'll see you next time here on driven radio